Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Personal Best Podcast with me, Ruby Lola. My guests today are Jacob Ward and Joel Kirby. They both create content online and they also host their own podcast. In this conversation, we discuss how they both became content creators, navigating the ups and downs of social media, what it takes to go viral, overcoming judgment, how to stay true to yourself, and we also dive into the fitness side of things as well. It's always funny sitting down and recording these podcasts with people who I've only ever seen online. Um, I've always enjoyed Jacob and Joel's content because it's very funny, it's very engaging, but we go so much further in this conversation into their personal journeys and I think it's a really good episode. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation and yeah, let's get on with the episode. Personal Best Podcast. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. How are you guys doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for having us. Yeah. This is actually, obviously we do a podcast together, but this is our first, well, it's my first podcast that I've been on. So it's an honour to be here. Oh, Same as amazing. The, the tables have turned, so yeah, <laughs> it's nice to be here. Amazing. So for anybody that doesn't know you or doesn't follow you guys on social media, yeah. can I ask you to both do a little personal intro? Yeah. Where are you from? What do you do? That kind of thing. Yeah. Go on, you start, mate. Okay, so my name's Jacob, uh, Jacob Ward to be exact, and I'm from London, and I'm a fitness influencer, as people would say. I hate using that term, but I was going to say, yeah. That's, I'm not an influencer, I'm a content creator, maybe. Okay. Fitness content creator. Like that, for that. like that. Um, I'm Joel Kirby. Uh, I'm from Devon, but I live in London. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say I'm a man of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of influencer. Uh, but yeah, I basically make content, uh, do gym stuff. Yeah, same same area as Jacob. So yeah, nice. Because yeah. you guys have then come together and you have your own podcast. Yes. Yeah. All yeah. games, no, no game. 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 Yeah. Why did you decide to do that? Why did you decide to do the podcast? I think me and Joel were thinking about it for a while and yeah. we always have these crazy ideas together and <laughs> a lot of them don't actually come to fruition. So yeah. I think for us, like, I keep saying to Joel, I'm like, 
when we have ideas, like the hardest part is doing it, is getting started. And I think that's like everything in life. The hardest part is starting. So yeah. me and Joel were like, let's just, let's just fair, do it. I think it was, I was hung over on the train up to Newcastle and I was watching a bunch of, all these clips came up of potties and I was like, everyone's getting so many views on short form content. We were talking about how we couldn't make enough content for like every day. So I was like, hung over on the train. I was just like, why do we not just do it? Like, just do it. And then yeah. you're like, I'm going to find one. And then within like two days, you had one and we had it booked for the next week. So amazing. Yeah, just went yeah. for it. Yeah. Just I like the content. name as well. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> we'll think see it, if that's true. I think it represents us very, very nicely. <laughs> to be <Yeah>. honest. <laughs> so how did you guys meet and get to know each other? Give me the bromance story. in the DMs, story. you know, we were talking about. No, <laughs> no I actually did, did Oh, really? Well, I'd seen Joel on TikTok, you know, doing his cocktail videos and stuff and, I for me I think since because I'm actually from the Cotswolds um, and then moved to London like just over a year ago. Oh, and I'm from, near the Cotswolds. Are you? Whereabouts? Stratford upon Avon. Okay, I'm from Gloucestershire. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I moving to London, I was like, I want to say yes to everything. I want to meet similar people. I want to collaborate with as many people as possible. And I saw Joel come up, and obviously, you know, doing a fitness content, I was like, like I'd love to. to I was like. I'd love to train with you, see what happens from there. Let's film a bit. And I feel like we just had like... Good cam. Yeah, not to get too deep instantly, but we had a good connection, you know, like... (laughs) Do you know what though, as well, that pushed me to like do more stuff with you is I've known a lot of like TikTokers from when I was like first blown up when I was like 18, 19. And I went to a bunch of parties and there's a lot of people who are like, they're not very nice. They're um, not. Oh, in person. Yeah, and they're not very like, they're just like so up their own arse. And they're like, they're just not very nice to you in person. And they'll be like, and then when I first met you, you were just like, a normal guy, been uni, like I was at uni and I was just like, this guy's actually sound. Do you know what I mean? In comparison to like most people I've met from yeah. the internet, if you know Yeah, because I think the online world can be a little bit fake. Oh, it's so, it's so fake. Because you can give any persona you want online yeah, yeah. and like put out the content that you want, but you can't really hide behind that in person. Yeah, no, and that's the thing, like we go to like a lot of like influencer event type yeah. things and you see the people there and they, I've, I've had it so many times, they like, they give you that look. They're like, are you famous? Like, are you a celebrity? And then when they're like, mm, no, you're not big enough. Or people, well, I was going to say, you. this happened to me and it's like the always a go-to. I was like, I went up to him. I was like, oh, you're right, mate? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. What you, yeah, you're right. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like looking away as he's speaking to me. Like he doesn't look at you not straight. Yeah. And then And then he goes, oh, by the way, like, let me add you on Instagram. And like straight away, within like, 15 seconds of talking. I like, oh, I added, I put it in his phone. He looks at it, he goes, oh, sick. Yeah, mate. So where oh. are you from? Literally like that. And yeah. I was like, instantly my mate was stood next to me who's like from home he's not from TikTok and we, he looked at me and we just went oh sorry mate we've got to go <laughs> and That's so like, bro weird. they do it all the time it's just to verify should I give you interest or not yeah how, you know many, I mean? followers how many followers you, you got should I actually be like looking at you like chatting to you and it's like weird. what's wrong with you like <laughs> so we just literally I looked at my mate and we just went fuck sack that off yeah. and we just let, and we went. <laughs> yeah 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 um, so fair enough <clears throat> yeah so obviously both of you two are creating content yeah I think between you, you've got like nearly 400k on Instagram, 750k on TikTok. But take me back a bit. I know you've spoken about it in your podcast, but why did you both get into content creation to begin with? Yeah, I think, well, me and Joe, I'll speak for myself first, but I've been making content, you know, since YouTube. Like, I was the the guy who wanted to be a gamer. I was such a big gamer when I was younger, so I wanted to be the next, you know, KSI, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. I think I started when I was like 13, and obviously nothing happened there you know didn't I was yeah it it wasn't successful and then when Instagram first became a thing 
Um, when people started making fitness content on there, I was one of the first to do that when I was 16. Mm. So I've been doing social media for a while. Um, and that actually took off sort of when I was around 17. Again, took about a year. Um, ended up getting to 120K by the time I got to uni on Instagram. TikTok wasn't out at the time. Um, and I actually tore a disc in my back playing. So I was a cricketer as well. Tore a disc in my back. Couldn't train for like two years. Lost all the motivation. And I actually sold my account um, for a very small sum of money <laughs> going to oh uni. Gosh, uh, yeah. And instantly just lost all of my identity. Because my whole identity was social media. Like I was the social media guy. And fitness, and I guess. fitness. Mm. So then didn't do it for a while at uni and I was just like the I didn't really have a thing for me and then lockdown TikTok came out and TikTok just blew up for me and I was like right I've got my I've got my mojo back I'm I'm back in it and Instagram obviously came through that but I guess that's how how things the origin unfolded story. Yeah, yeah 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 origin story Jacob Ward <laughs> what about you Joel um so like Jacob there's my, me playing Minecraft and FIFA out mm. there when I was like 12. <laughs> and then we even did a mountain biking vlog in that some, somewhere when I was like 15. Um, and But I really wanted to do like social media, but that was like all I did. And it didn't do very well at all. Got like 20 views. And then when it came to lockdown, I was literally watching like TikTok and I'm watching all these like guys who are literally my age. I was like 17. And there was this guy who was born in May as well. His name, I can't remember. He was dating Charlie D'Amelio for a bit, whoever that old guy, old girl the oldest one chase i think his name was but he was 17 in america, in america. Guy, yeah. yeah so he was 17 and he was going to turn 18 in may and so was i and i was actually watching this guy getting millions of views earning a shed load and i was just like this is what i wanted to do like why am i not doing it mm. and, and i'm a bit i'm like a confident guy so i was like fuck it give it a go i'm not going to tell anyone i'm doing it and then me and my like stepbrother were just smashing out like tiktoks during lockdown and then literally like jacob for jacob literally just blew up and uh by the time people figured out it was me, I already had like 25,000 followers. So I was like... Oh, I see. Didn't Because we used to get a lot... I'm from like a small village. So if you did something like that out of pocket, it's like... Mm, you get like a bit of hate for it, if you get what I mean. We can delve into this, but yeah. Yeah, but anyway, that. so then, yeah, from there, it just kind of blew up. Yeah, TikTok yeah, yeah. through COVID, after COVID, came to London. Yeah. Yeah, that type of thing. Because for both of you, what was the like turning point where you thought, oh, I can actually make something out of this? Because I think especially now like so many people are trying to be an influencer yeah. or create a social yeah. media profile and you know some of them do take off and then that becomes a living for them or you know their career but for you guys what was that moment i think as in like to make a living of it or just like yeah generally? or just like to keep doing it i guess because i think yeah. a lot of people would just give up if they don't get the amount of views that they want yeah i think for me, when I first started, when it wasn't really cool to be an influencer. So I just did it anyway because I enjoyed doing it. I loved it. Like it's a passion. Yeah. So that made it a lot easier for me. I think obviously, so obviously going back into it, it was fine. But I think these days, as you said, you know, everyone wants to do social media. Everyone wants to be an influencer. And I think a lot of people lack the tenacity to actually continue with it and be consistent. For me, you know, again, starting with the YouTube, going into the fitness stuff, it took me like three years to get any traction whatsoever. Really? I remember like when I went over a thousand followers, I was like, I'm famous. Yeah. Like, I'm a celebrity now, <laughs> you know? And a lot of people don't, they post for like a few months, they're consistent and then they don't have a viral video and they think it's not for me. 
Mm. you know and i think that's where people make the error so my one piece of advice for anyone thinking about even getting into it is just be consistent trust the process if you enjoy it then you're going to be consistent and you know just believe in yourself yeah so true well i was going to say if you enjoy it it shouldn't be like oh i'm going to do it three months and then if i fail like it's over you're doing it because we all did it started it because we actually enjoyed like filming it and making it do you know what i mean like it's fun like going oh i'm gonna make this type of video filming it editing it seeing it come to light and then yeah yeah, it might do well which helps you like motivates you i guess but we all started it because we like enjoyed making them yeah i mean so true and you're then obviously going to be more consistent than somebody who's doing it for just just maybe for the followers and their money but they don't actually enjoy it yeah actually like it obviously i feel like both of you post fitness content Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of funny videos and stuff in there as well but what's kind of the goal behind what you're posting online yeah I think for me I don't know I've I've always been in the fitness space and I started off more as like a bodybuilder uh and then found cycling because of my back injury so now I'm kind of known as like the cyclist that's the lycra guy guy. (laughs) that's like that's oh I'm trying to get it I know a trademark lawyer so I'm getting that trademark (laughs) (laughs) just in case anyone tries to just in case someone tries to come in um, yeah yeah I think (laughs) I think for me it's just a case of enjoying the content that I'm making like as long as it's like in some way related to fitness then I'm like yeah let's Mm. do it so as as long as I'm like passionate about the content I'm producing and I'm proud of it then that's sort of the goal for me really yeah I know fair enough to be fair when I first started it was more about just having fun like I was getting I was like gymming the whole time anyway but I just like making stuff that would I found funny everyone else would find funny or like just interesting so like I was literally what like 18 we were all going out drinking so I was like making cocktails was the first thing like I did majority the cocktail guy guy. I've seen those videos yeah and that was basically what and then I was just doing anything that I found like fun I think the first videos I saw were the like fit checks fit yeah Kirby what you wearing (laughs) (laughs) yeah you might have seen them so like stuff like them like I just do and then I throw in a bit of like gym as well but it was more like push the gym like when you kind of see it more as how to make a bit more of like a living from it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you can't really like, you don't really get that many brand deals for like alcohol, mm. especially at the time because you're not allowed to like promote alcohol to like 21. Oh, I see. So you couldn't make that. So I couldn't like make that much thing. money and I couldn't mm. make full time money. So mm. um, I kind of drifted away from that a little bit. But like, I still like to make fitness content, stuff that like not inspires people, but like I, what I like making as well. Yeah, but so true. I, I, yeah. yeah. The reason I ask is because before I did this podcast Mm -hmm. I tried to set up a fitness Instagram and it was like Ruby Lola underscore fit Mm -hmm. and I honestly had it for about three weeks because Mm. I was kind of just copying what I had already seen so like a gym selfie and then a picture of my like protein oats and then like my food shop and I was like I just I'm not really adding anything new and also it didn't really feel like me yeah because like I love going to the gym it's always been a part of my life but it's not everything it's yeah. not my whole yeah. personality so that's kind of how i then whereas it is for us <laughs> <laughs> but like that's why i want to have these conversations yeah. and speak to people who have different expertise and experience in fitness and that space so i can mm. learn from them rather than like me posting content pretending like i know yeah everything already the thing is that you'd probably do better like if you post it on your main one and like yeah. scrap the fit and then you show like instead of like you know if you like you probably know what you're doing but like show that sometimes you might not know what you're doing or like That's more showing true. it as like a personal side instead of like oh look i'm great at like do you know what i mean like yeah you know, you're trying to look like instagrammy or like do you yeah, know what I mean? people like mm. the like 
the combo of you being a fitness person and then also like oh she's actually a normal girl as well do you or know like, what yeah that is so true do you know what I mean like I had Jenny here who's um she's built a social media profile around her running journey and she's mm-hmm. not like an athlete no, yeah, and yeah. she said that but she's done ultra marathons and she's kind of taken people on this journey and it's just yeah, yeah it feels very like authentic but I always felt like I needed to be really motivational and yeah. inspiring but by... then she is probably motivational and inspiring because she's yeah, talking to people that don't well. know what they're doing you know what I mean majority so of people aren't like a professional athlete and then they they want to see like anybody go and do what she's done so that yeah. they go Oh, I can do that as well. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. And that's probably why your content also does quite well because it is feels quite funny and authentic yeah, and like yeah. you are just being yourselves and you're I think having fun. My criteria when I'm posting something is like it needs to be either relatable, funny, um, or like fitness related. Yeah, and you okay. know, when something is like I feel like relatable works the best because people yeah. see it and they think, oh yeah, like I can, I get that, you know? Mm. Uh, and that's like when like some of our funny yeah. skits that we do together, they do well. Yeah. You, know, you have like a relatable caption and it's like, oh, okay, that's, yeah. that's kind of funny, you know? I think, yeah, it just shows like another, like, I don't know, kind of what I was just getting at before. Like it shows a bit of personality as yeah. well. It's like, yeah. rope, like, oh, we're re- like we do gym. We're not just... Rather than someone just <laughs> yeah, like, like, takes their top <laughs> off and it's yeah, just like, yeah. you have nothing to you, nothing you know? Because yeah. there are so many people that do that. And it's yeah. like, I think to really build like a personal brand, you've got to have something about you. You can't, you can't just like exactly. be about your body. And be you know? willing to show that as well. Yeah. yeah, something I wanted to ask you guys is obviously if you go on to your like Instagram or TikTok, there's a lot of like topless pictures mm. and like posing and stuff. Yeah. And whilst that definitely has a place, do you think that, people have any misconceptions about you massively yeah i i had a friend um who i met in london and he didn't know me he knew me on social media but i didn't know him before and he had to when i met him he had to unblock me on social media because he thought that like i was just that annoying of a person really? and i think he people yeah i think people get the misconception like for me especially that like just because i post like a lot of stuff without my top on and just like my physique and that sort of thing that i'm just like narcissistic and just yeah. like constantly thinking about myself and it's like that's that is my job like i'm not i'm not always thinking about myself but that's the way that I portray myself on social media. So a lot of people don't see that sort of side to me where like I am, as Joel said, like when we met, like I feel like we're genuine people and you don't really get that in the social media industry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get people who that now they've got a following, they get recognized. They think they're a celebrity and Mm. they think they're, they're a big deal. Wear it like a badge of honor. Yeah. And it's just like, you're not like, Mm. chill out. Like (laughs) literally, you know, (laughs) me and people are like, all right, mate. I just don't get it. But yeah, I think that's when I'm always keen to just like retain who I am as a person and not change. Like no matter how many followers I get, it doesn't define who I am. Yeah. So true. And I think people can, can change very easily. Mm, Once you start getting the followers and the likes and things. Do you guys get much online hate at all? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, we did. I don't think we get as much. Not as much now. I don't really get too much now. I think like when I definitely first started, I definitely did. Um, but then it builds a thick skin. Do you know what I mean? Which I actually really like. Cause now I love I don't, it. No one, if anyone really says anything to me, I'm like, right, mate. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> right, mate. It doesn't really affect me. And I think same with you. Like, yes, we've yeah. had a load, a shed load over like a couple of years. And then now it's just like, fine. Yeah, whatever you think. Because yeah. it's just a comment, isn't it? And it's just like some random geezer at home or woman. And, um, and like, I don't really think it matters. I anymore. think the thing is like, I, I get negative comments on social media, but no one who's ever come up to me in public has said anything negative so it's mm. like if if someone says it to my face fine then i'll 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 take that on board but 
any sort of critical feedback online when yeah. I don't even know the person, why should I take that on board? They well, don't know who I am. People just hide behind the screen as exactly. well, don't they? Exactly. So I, I mean, I, I kind of find it funny now. Like if someone says something about it, I'm like, right, fine. Okay. Like I'll try and engage with it sometimes and just be like, you know, yeah. go along with the joke. But yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. To be fair, when I was out in Newcastle, this geezer comes up to me. I think I told you that before. Mm. And he's like, he was like, um, oh no, there's a couple of stories. But one of the time he was just like, I like you, mate, but I hate your content. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. I haven't had that. So maybe. Did he know you already? Like he's from, I don't know. Like, do you just recognize me? Yeah. But he didn't, he wasn't like, he didn't know you no, in person. No, he didn't know me person. No. Oh. But like, I think. What do you even say to that? I just went, oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> I was like, all right. But to be fair, in Newcastle, it's a bit of like a, I get recognised quite a lot in Newcastle for some reason. Like, I think it's like the. Because it's the posh, uni vibe. It's like the uni posh vibe or something. I yeah. don't know. Maybe, um, yeah. So I don't know if it was like a few of his girl mates had come up to me first or something because a few people had come up and then. Felt and then a bit he, And then he was just mm. like. I don't, uh, like you, mate, but I don't like your content. I was like, all right, fair okay. enough. I think that's really common, especially like when girls, well, more girls come up to you than me, but um, when they when they come up to us, like the guys in the group will feel a little bit threatened, I think, and then we'll come up and say something negative. Yeah. You know? Or sometimes they're really nice. They're or like, they're really nice. They're like, oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Have you had like many negative comments from people in your social circles and stuff, like who haven't been that supportive? initially massively really i think w- w- when i started again social media wasn't a huge thing and yeah a lot of my friends judged me massively and they were like what are you doing like why are you taking your top off of the internet like it's just they, they thought it was really weird mm-hmm. for me i don't know why but like in my head i've always been like i just don't care what people <laughs> think and and now obviously it's flipped like people yeah. who who hated it at the start are now messaging me you know asking for stuff yeah. and that sort of thing. So, and like, can you promote my brand? <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. like, I think you've got to have that level of, you know, thick skin and, you know, trusting the process, as I said, mm-hmm. that's what, that's how people are successful because everyone initially will get hate for, for doing something that's not the norm, I not guess. the norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've got to, if you want to be successful in anything, you've got to Jump push up, yourself yeah. outside of your comfort zone and break the norm. You know, that's, yeah. that's what people who initially don't, appreciate it actually appreciate eventually so true and i always think about i don't even know where the quote came from but it's like people won't criticize you who are doing better than you Mm. because like why would they why are they gonna like try and put you down it's almost like you're only gonna get those comments from people who either wish they were doing that or like couldn't do that like couldn't see themselves doing that yeah yeah do you know what i mean it's true yeah to be yeah the hunt yeah, hundred percent. I was gonna say that when I first started, like it was very, like my inner group were like very nice to me about it. Yeah, sure. But then like I feel like most people outside of that were like they all just like like to have a little waffle between themselves, mm, like chat yeah, a little bit yeah, shit. But they'd be lovely to my face. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, I literally know what you said last week. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, I felt like I probably got more than you because I was posting pretty cringy stuff back in the day. I can't lie. Um, but yeah. But it was getting views at the time. It was what a views lot of TikTok was about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Views of views. Um, exactly. But yeah, I mean, to be fair, I even had a group chat called it Producers and I'd add like my closest mates and a couple others who were like good at like social media. And I'd send in a video go, is this a bit too far? Before I post it, just to get oh, like okay. other people's like, you know, before like it like throw me down the, the bad end. Or yeah, no, so just, far enough. Yeah. Um, just Hello? to try and reduce, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The amount of dodgy <laughs> stuff I posted. Yeah. The last thing I just want to ask you about kind of the world of social media and everything is Mm. how do you guys deal with maybe because 
when you post videos on TikTok and Instagram, views and likes and engagement can be so hit or miss. Yeah. And obviously I've only just started with this podcast and it's something I'm learning. But how do you... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Kind of come to terms with the fact that some videos are going to do really well and others are just going to flop. Yeah, I think it's tough. Like initially, my... Like when I posted a video, my day would be made by how well the video did. So if I oh, if I posted a bad video, like my identity was connected to that, which is a really bad place to be. Yeah. But for me, yeah, if I had a video that, that flopped, that I thought was going to do well, I would just be not miserable, but I'd just be annoyed the whole day. And then vice versa, like if it did well, like the dopamine hit, like mm. it's so addictive. You know, you post a video that goes viral and you're watching the views go up and you're seeing the followers and comments and you're like, oh my God, I want more of this, which I feel like is human nature. But for me... I've tried to separate my identity from how well I'm doing because I know that's completely out of my control, um, especially when a lot of it is algorithm based, you know. So for me, I post the video sort of in the evening and I won't check it till the next day. Okay. And yeah. I try and sort of stay off it. I try and, yeah, I try and remove my identity from that because it's hard. It mm. is really hard. Yeah. And as you said, things are very hit and miss. And yeah, especially I've found that. Obviously, when I've done the podcast, I've then edited reels. And there's ones that I think will do really well. So the first video one I did was with Will Bailey, yeah. the Gymshark yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a clip of, that he said of him saying, enjoy the journey and, you know, make, like, build the life that you want. And I was like, that's going to do so well. So inspirational. It didn't. Yeah. I posted a clip of him talking about the hate that he got on the Sidemen video. Yeah. Got 500k. Yeah. yeah. But and that's everyone was just arguing about the Sidemen in the yeah. comments. Yeah. It's because like, it's relevant. Though. That, that's <laughs> number one, it's relevant. But also two, people love negative stuff. Yeah. So when it's that's like... True. People when, are nosy. People love gossip. You know what I mean? So anything like, it's like, oh, yeah. he was getting a hate. Yeah. And people love like, it. Yeah, but it was cringe. You taking your top off. And then other people replying to that saying, yeah, yeah but it doesn't warrant death threats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I would say to you is like, obviously, you know, you're fairly new to it. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you learn over time what's going to do well and what's not. And it's about trial and error and experimenting. And not getting disheartened when and it not, doesn't do yeah. well. Exactly. So like, what I would say is when you see something do well, like take inspiration from that and be like, well, what elements True. of this did well? I've done a couple relationship ones that are kind of just ranting about boys for like 40 seconds and they've yeah. all done quite well. Yeah. yeah. Rant, rant about boys more. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe the, not that. today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just hate them. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So, um, let's go on to the fitness side of things a little bit. Obviously you both post fitness content, yeah. gym content, cycling content, but yeah. how did you both initially get into fitness? Obviously Jacob, you said it's been like big, hobby of yours passion of yours but yeah. 
what was it like in the beginning? Yeah. So, I mean, I've always been active, like my whole life. Yeah. My dad was a pro rugby player. Uh, so he got me into sport like as early as physically possible. So like I was playing rugby, cricket, football, like hockey, everything. I was doing everything. And then specialised in cricket when I was 15. So I was playing some county cricket um, and then tore the disc in my back. So my goal always was to be a professional sportsman. Okay. Um, and I think from, I was playing rugby as well. Um, and from that, I got into the gym, strength and conditioning. My dad got me dumbbells when I was 14, for my 14th birthday. So he couldn't get me started <laughs> early enough. Um, so I was just in my room. Four months old. Just, just smashing out the arms, <laughs> not really realising that there were any other body group, like body parts apart from your arms. So... Got into the gym there. And then I think it's just been a progression since really. Like fell in mm. love with just being active, like what it does for me mentally as well as physically. True, yeah. Um, What's your routine like now? How are you balancing gym, cycling? All of yeah, that? so I, it's around a 50-50 split. So okay. like 50% gym, 50% cardio. Mm-hmm. So, and that's split between running, cycling, swimming at the moment. So I've done a few triathlons and I do want to do an Ironman at some point. Yeah. So I'm kind of building up to that. Nice. Um, but at the same time, like I love going to the gym as well. And I think that's becoming a huge thing now is like the hybrid style of training. That's definitely like a cool thing. Whereas when I first started doing it, because obviously like I'm I'm bigger than the average cyclist, you know, they're they're quite skinny. So for me, that's what did quite well, I think, because people looked at me and they're like, you don't look like a cyclist. Like that's a bit weird. So I think that's becoming a bit more normalized now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I guess that's that's how it happened. But yeah. Yeah. Um, So I basically, I used to run. I used to be a... I started running. Yeah, I, I heard like, this. Like, like cross 10. country. Yeah, I used to be a cross country runner. And I was like, yeah, county uh, did the regional race. And then we even did like the mini London marathon that you get picked for as well. Um, so I was like really into like long distance running. I yeah. mean, I feel like my family pushed me into that. So obviously being a long distance runner, your frame is literally skin and bone. Mm-hmm. Like you have nothing on you. I was a really skinny guy anyway. So I was doing that like twice, three times a week from when I was like... 10 to like I think it was about 15 and then at like 15 I was like I hate this I actually do not like running anymore I feel like when you do it so much what did you not like about it I think almost I basically I used to win all the time like I just, <laughs> just, oh, just win so hard all the time. I feel really sorry <laughs> no, for you, I know I know but bro like even the like when I was that young the pressure of thinking like oh, I've got yeah. to win the next race again and I was just winning back to back and then I think I just hated like the pressure of just trying to like yeah true like, win. and also I was pushing myself so hard I remember like I'd literally collapse at the end I'd be like dead on the floor for like half an hour I'd, I'd be like smashing all these little things like help me like regain you know life um so anyway about 15 i sacked it all off and i was like i hate this anymore i don't want to do it and then when i first got to college i was just like i hate being the skinny kid like you know when you're in your friendship group and you all have your well you wouldn't know but you have your like, fights <laughs> and uh, i just get absolutely mauled do you know what i mean like, yeah i know right? yeah <laughs> like you just i was just getting thrown around and then at college i was like screw this like gonna start working out literally because i just hated being skinny and then i literally within like four months i had like an unreal transition uh transformation did you just bulk literally yeah and because i was so skinny every bit of muscle i gained literally looked like double as much mm. and um within like yeah within literally like a year i looked pretty good to be fair and then i just carried that on because like jacob said like it gave me so much confidence in myself like just generally like I don't know, like the way you look, the way people comment about you, like obviously makes you like feel good and yeah. then also like safer. And I don't know, you feel like you just feel better in yourself every day. Like you see a yeah. pump. I always say this, like going to the gym every day. What, oh, why do you go every day? I go to like 
get a pump, look at myself, and go, oh, I look better than yesterday. So it makes it gives you like dopamine rush, like for the yeah. day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then every day you're doing that, you feel better about yourself every single day. Like, mm. yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I relate to that so much. But it's interesting because, obviously, with these conversations I'm having on the podcast. I kind of assume everyone's into fitness. Yeah. And then, like, I had a week off or so not long ago, and I was saying to my friends at uni how I was just feeling a bit rubbish, had them into the gym, and, like, the girls, a few of them, don't even go to the gym. They're like, yeah. what do you mean? What are you worrying about? And I forget it's not a part of everybody's routine yeah, or a part of their lifestyle, but yeah. I think once you do incorporate it, it's so many benefits. Yeah, you don't realise how good you feel until yeah. you do it. And, and it's actually, like Yeah, it's so true. Like one of the girls has um gone through a breakup mm. recently and she's got into boxing and she's yeah. going boxing and she loves it. Like Jeez. that, like that. And she's I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Because she wasn't doing that before. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And sometimes it takes something like that, you know, it you need to yeah. not saying she reached rock bottom or anything, but you need <laughs> to like have a low moment to be like, oh, right, definitely. I need to do something about it. And definitely. I think when you fight, like for me, for like cycling, a lot of people are like, how could you cycle for like two, three hours? Like it's so boring, but it's like, for me, that's like my headspace. Like I'm in, mm. I have my best thoughts on the bike. I'm like in, I'm in the zone and like nothing matters. Yeah. And I need that part of the day, like whether it's the gym, whether it's cycling, whether it's running where it's like, it's me time. I'm like, I'm in my own thoughts True. and I'm not stressed or worrying about anything that's going on in my life. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's, you know, although like I like looking good from exercise, for me, it's the mental benefits. Mm. Like that's just mm. why I always come back to it. And I think that is a really hard message to give to somebody who hasn't got into fitness yet. Yeah. Because most people who kind of embark on a fitness journey want to change themselves physically. Mm, they yeah. don't know mm. like the mental benefits that they're going to get until you actually start oh, yeah. training yeah. and like pushing yourself and, and doing all of that for sure. But it comes back to what I said earlier, like the hardest part is starting Yeah, and I do online coaching. So like working with people, the hardest part is getting them to start the program. And once they have, they're like, irrespective of seeing results they're like i just feel so much better mm. and you don't realize that until you start so having whether it's a friend who helps you get started like having that push to get into it is so important saying that about that push my uh, my housemate he's just started the gym with me he's gone through a little bit of a thing in his personal life so i was like let's get you in the gym mate. let's the get gym. you wham I was, like, <laughs> you, I was just like you're on my diet you're on my plan and oh my god we've been and bro in Three and a half, four weeks. He's looking good. He's looking way bigger. Yeah. And like he's, I'm making him eat every day. And like, just like what, like you were saying, like coaching, I do a bit of coaching as well. And, and just doing that initial step. And like, it's so much easier because he lives with me. So like, I'm getting on his case all the time. But it, even like in three and a half, four weeks, he's now like addicted like, like we are. Do you know what I mean? He's like, so Jim today, he's like, I'm making sure I've got my four meals in. Like he's, because he's nice. seen that little change. He's now like, just going for it. And uh, yeah. I think it's that little bit that people just need to stay in that like two months, a month to two months when they see that first little yeah. bit of change. Don't, what is the and thing where it's like... You just got to go for it. Two weeks, you'll feel different. Four weeks, you'll notice a different. Yeah, like yeah. eight weeks, people will notice. And then it's like... I don't know, like six months people ask how you did it. Or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. kind of the transition that you but go it, through. But it takes like... It takes a few months to establish a habit as well. 100%. So like yeah. if you can stick through the first couple of months... I think, I guess, because it's, you start to see the, the physical and mental benefits, it's so much easier to continue. Yeah, you know? I asked um, James Beerwell a similar question of like, what advice would you give to beginners? And he also said like, don't go 
I think unless you've got a mentor there who's pushing you, don't mm-hmm. like dive into the deep end too soon. Because yeah. he was like, if you go to the gym like five times one week and then you don't go the next week, it's probably because you went five times. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Just start with like twice a week. This yeah. is what I say and to clients as well. It's like, I feel like when people want to do something, it's either 100% or nothing. Yeah. So a lot of people, approach. especially sort of like New Year's, you know, New Year's, New Me, they start training six days a week from zero to six. And I'm like, well... The reason that you're not able to be consistent year round is because you've set such an unrealistic routine for you. And then if anything diverts from that, if you don't go six days a week, one week, you think, well, what's the point in going at all? Mm. So I say, well, start with, you know, one, two times a week and look to build yourself up and see what's going to be realistic for you. Yeah. Because just because your favorite influencer works out six days a week doesn't mean that you should. And that's not necessarily in line with your goals as well. Mm. So you can still see good results working out two, three times a week. There's not... That's not an issue. So yeah. I think, yeah, start start low, build your way up and get to a point that you, you feel like you can sustain. Yeah. And also I think getting a coach, obviously, if money allows, is a really good idea. Yeah. Like yeah. I've got a coach recently. I've only been with her for like three weeks because I mm. just really hit a plateau. I was like, yeah. I know what I'm doing, but I'm just going in, doing the same sessions, not really enjoying them. Mm. I also am very busy and have a waitressing job. So I'm like yeah. on my feet all the time. So my whole lifestyle just wasn't optimal for training. And I was like, I need some help. And she's been great. Yeah. Like just giving me a plan, giving me advice. That's the thing. I think having a coach or having someone, it's about having someone to hold you accountable, number one. Mm -hmm. But also, as you said, you're going in, you're doing the same stuff every time. And, you know, you're plateauing because you're not giving your body a different stimulus. And sometimes you need to give, you need someone else to say, oh, well, maybe you should try this. You know, I haven't thought about doing this particular exercise or doing this form of exercise. She really called me out. She was like, posted a video and was like, how many of you have been doing the same lunges with 10 kilos for this long? I was like, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, me. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, no wonder that your body doesn't change because Mm -hmm. it's just, it's adapted to it. And it, it, you go in and your body's like, right, we're going in and we're doing four sets of 10 on lunges with 10 kg. And it's like, nothing changes. Yeah, nothing, nothing changes. changes. But, but you do need someone to be like, oh, well, maybe you should try this. And, and then you see the changes and you think, oh, okay, mm-hmm. maybe that can happen if I change. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's important. I think as well as a coach, like coach is obviously great. But like you said, if you can afford it. But I think going with a mate is like the number one thing. Obviously, you might not know what you're doing, but things are coaches, unless you're like in person, like... PG. yeah but like going with a mate i think is the best way because you're both like in it together and like you're both pushing each mm. other and like you might not know what you're doing like it'd be great to like get a coach but but it's someone else like to it, hold you accountable someone else yeah and also like instead you know how you're saying like you get a bit sad like no not sad like, <laughs> a bit like bored. we all get you know sad I mean? we all like, get sad you're like a bit yeah a bit sad in there but a bit bored in there like with a mate yeah. i feel like it's always more like it's more always true, more fun. like train on your own is a bit like it's a bit boring, but like, yeah. I think always with a mate, it's like, that's how I started with a mate. Like, mm. we're both pushing each other, like, let's both go. And like, yeah, yeah one friends. of you doesn't want to go tonight. So the other one's like, oh, yeah, I want to go. So then you end up going. Yeah, you feel like know. you have to commit to Especially, the plan, It's more then. like in person as well. Like, like you were saying about accountability, though. Yeah. It's like, oh, your mate's going. So you want to be as good as them. You know what I mean? You don't want to like slack. Or, like, <laughs> especially when there's a bit of competition going. Like, it who's does get, make who's me, getting bigger yeah. or better? You know what I mean? It does make me laugh. Though. Like, sometimes I'll see groups of, um, particularly in my gym at home, where my family is. There's always like groups of teenage boys, but there'll be like the one alpha. Yeah, 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 there'll be the one big guy who knows what he's doing, and then the like scrawnier kids who are like copying him. It's so, it's cute, but like you know, they're there, they're showing up. Yeah, good for them. And that's that's the hardest part is showing up. Just show up, you know. Irrespective of what you do when you're there, you've shown Mm -hmm. up. You've made yourself a little bit better every day, and that's like. So my coach is called Better by Jacob and that's my number one philosophy. Just become a little bit better every day. 
no matter what it is, whether that's even irrespective of fitness, you know, in life, just get yeah. a little bit better. And those marginal gains over time, you'll be surprised about how far that goes. True. You know, social media, just make, you know, one small video a day, upload it. You don't know where you're going to be in, you know, a year's time. Inspirational. Yeah, man. He's got, he's got a dog, mate. I tell you, you can, he speaks well, this man. He speaks well. Joel always says that. He's like, I actually, I talk like this in public as well. I talk. Joel provides the laugh. Yeah. I always talk like I'm doing a podcast or like, because I do a lot of sales and stuff. Okay. So my friends are like, you just talk like what's, you're selling to us. What's the word? He, bro, what's the word that you kept using? In terms of? In terms of, we'll be having normal chats and like, in terms of later tonight, I'm like, bro, just say like, where are we going tonight? Like, in, I'm sorry. in terms of everything. Yeah, it's so I'm funny. just trained, all right? Yeah. So um, I just <laughs> I just want to bring up one more thing, which yeah. Joel mentioned earlier, which is confidence. Yeah. I guess to what extent has improving your physique and improving the way you look mm. helped your confidence in other aspects of life? I think it's massively improved my confidence. I think I, I was always very introverted, especially at school. Um, and sort of building my physique, I definitely noticed that it especially like, I guess like talking to the opposite sex and stuff like that, it did really help. And whether or not it was helping just in my head, I was like, I felt like I looked better. Yeah. And I feel like we're, we're our own worst critics. And for me again, like I was, I was very skinny as well before I started going to the gym. Um, so it did a lot for me, but I think the main thing that has built my confidence really is social media because mm. I've met so many like interesting people. I've had to deal with like a lot of negative comments and stuff like that. And yeah. that's really brought me out yeah. of my shell. And now like I'm super confident. So I think there's the element of obviously the gym improving my confidence, but also social media as well, mm -hmm. because putting yourself out there takes a lot of confidence, That's true, actually. you know? Yeah. And I think that in real life that has sort of come across as well, for mm -hmm. sure. Um, I don't know how yeah. you feel about that, Joe. No, I think hundred percent, for me, going from like real, real skinny kid and then like getting pretty wham is like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, you know, it's, it's all right. Um, but no, that's definitely like helped me, I think a lot. Like you were saying, like chatting to girls and whoever, like one of the first things is like, oh, how you look. And it's definitely helped me build confidence in that area. But yeah, I mean, social media has done really well. I think the thick skin is very like, that's a massive part of it. Like mm. you don't really, you, you kind of realize you don't need to care about what everyone thinks about you. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you've got your good mates yeah. and like your like circle, as long as you don't piss them off, like yeah. you don't really care about what anyone else thinks. And I think it's like a, a happier way to go out in life. Like I, I never, we'll go out with like housemates or something and I'll like go ask, a, go ask them for something. They're not like, worried about going and like doing something. I don't yeah. know. And it like just builds your confidence like with who you are True. and like you don't care if like someone rejects you or like anything like that because it's like is what it is and I don't know I feel like that's what I've really built through through social media and like through being like online I guess and having the confidence to go film a random video anywhere or yeah. but yeah definitely from like our interviews yeah. in public and stuff. Yeah, like, like that built a lot of confidence. Yeah. Like just going up to random people. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. like we go up to random people, uh, London yeah. Bridge area, and interview like, them yeah. about like favorite physiques and stuff like that. And that that was. Uh, I was a bit nervous to do that, and then after one, I was like, "All right, yeah. we're good." Yeah, and then, and yeah. then like, but just doing stuff like that, and because you kind of realize, like, okay, what is the worst yeah. thing that's going to happen? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, worst case scenario, yeah. they walk away from you. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, or turn around and punch you in the face. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what you take it on the chin, yeah. literally. Like, <laughs> I was also going to say that having like a big physique actually probably stopped me from like getting smacked about a little bit from TikTok. To be fair, because like quite a few mm. times I've had people trying to fight me for really. From TikTok, yeah. 
like especially like two like a year ago year and a half ago in in newcastle places like people just like oh he's there it was at that time when those people were beating up tiktokers i don't know if you remember that bit i managed to avoid this yeah (laughs) and um what's going on like a bunch of be like i remember like fiddy rep got beaten up ryan snelly got beaten up um like just because they're TikTokers just at the time, and they're, yeah, stuff. They've yeah, yeah, just because they were like TikTokers at the time. And anyway, like bunch of like one time in a bathroom, some people tried to be like smack me um, at a house party. Like, do you know what I mean? But being big, you're like, all right. Like, if if it comes down to it, you're like at least yeah. you're a bit bigger than some people. Yeah, so, I just um, I find like the whole confidence thing a really interesting topic because I think there is a certain space in this like self help industry where it's like just be confident like fake it till you make it yeah 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 yeah. i don't really agree with that because i think confidence is like takes time yeah and also it's like doing the things that you say you're gonna do builds your confidence like you know posting stuff online and showing up to the gym and being disciplined in that way it's like i'm confident that i can do those things rather than just pretending that i can yeah i think it takes like a lot of like positive reinforcement i guess like having those like when we went to interview people yeah realizing that actually the majority of people did want to talk to us rather than just turning around and walking away yeah. mm. so now you know in my head when when we do interview people or when i just talk to people generally in public like you know i'm, I'm confident because i know the majority of people will talk to me and we'll have a nice conversation you know so i think that is majorly important as well mm. yeah for sure true yeah. true i don't know how it really pulls into it but i now like just sing in public when i've got my headphones on like, joel wants to be a singer by the way joel, but, can, right, can we can we just have some accountability for this joel wants to be a singer uh, so <laughs> I, I thought we'd dabble down the road i mate right can you sing i don't know he can, he can. he's a good singer or just he, lip sync he, no nah, he's, nah. A, he's a good singer i don't okay. know maybe i'm not sure yet we're, yeah. we're gonna see where yeah. what happens with it but it's like um that i don't know if you've seen the tiktok ollie bowman, ollie bowman yeah. yeah like he just so for anyone who doesn't know he's this australian guy moved to london and he just makes funny videos and he li- literally will be dancing through oxford street yeah. mm. and you realize that people might look over but yeah. no one actually cares yeah, yeah. Doing, and this is like filming He's in public now. having a good time before i'd be so against it and now i actually like couldn't care less yeah. what anyone thinks looking at me mm, interesting because like, we do do a lot of like filming in public yeah. and now i'm just like but they're just gonna walk past yeah. and it's like just no one's gonna remember yeah. you though you know yeah exactly and so, if they do judge you in their heads like who cares it's fine. No i don't knows. even know you so <laughs> yeah. fine. but to be fair me and uh like me and my housemates since we've been going to gym together we've just been like messing about at the gym like la- more like like it's like working out and then like laughing like singing dancing in the gym like and then the funny thing is more people have now come up and chatted to us because we're just doing you probably look stupid. more approachable than yeah, just, than yeah. We like, did, than like, just, just oh. yeah than i do resting bitch face yeah so bad but like then it makes your like life, life just more fun like actually just yeah. like letting go a little bit and being like yeah eh, like it doesn't matter what people think when i see those videos on tiktok you know it's just like it's a video of someone and then it like just zooms out into just like uh, oh, yeah, 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 the, the view of the universe yeah. and I'm just like it's not that we're, deep yeah it's really not that deep just like don't deep it yeah. that's what I keep saying to people just don't deep don't it, deep it. You know? yeah. so my last question to you guys which I ask everybody um, is if you had to give one piece of advice or a quote or a mantra to help people achieve their personal best what would it be? It can be in anything what would I say that again? Sorry, I wasn't. Piece of advice <laughs> okay. or a quote to help people achieve their personal best. Okay, uh, I mean, I'll go first. Yeah. My best advice is just show up, just show up, be consistent, and when you're consistent and enjoy the process, you'd be absolutely amazed by how much you can achieve. 
um, and what is possible. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to believe in yourself. Um, True. That's that's my piece of advice. I love so. that. And I um, heard, it's really stuck with me, actually. I heard, you know, Alex Hormozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard him say on a podcast that when you're at that stage and you're really doubting yourself and you're wondering if it's going to work out and things might not be going to plan, he was like, that's where most people give up. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, oh yeah. So every time I now have those thoughts, I'm like, no, this is where most people stop. Yeah. And I so be part of the be part of the couple percent <laughs> who don't give up. Yeah. You know, yeah. because those are the people that actually achieve what they want to achieve. Nice. Stick it out. Joel? Yeah. Um, be wham. <laughs> Get wham. Get wham. All your troubles. He was gone. about to say that. He's going to come up <laughs> yeah, with another one. That was my one. Um, no, I was going to try and say like, oh, I was going to say it sounds so cliche. It's like. If you try and be yourself for a day, right, and you don't, tr- one day you don't care about what anyone else thinks, like, and just see how much fun you have. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Not really. You don't really know. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I no, do. But like one day you just go out there and go, I'm not going to care about today, like what, what I look like or what I do in public, like, and you just have one day and see how much fun you have, mm. like, with your life. And I think since I started, like, thinking like that and the way that. I think I've just enjoyed life a lot more, to be totally honest. Like, mm. don't worry about... It's like, just don't worry about what other people think. You have to, like... As soon as you get over that, like, major hurdle, but it, I think yeah. life is just easier. And as well, if you try and, like, conform to other people's yeah. ideas of, I don't know, what's cool or what's acceptable, yeah. you're not being your authentic self. Yeah. No. So even if people do like you, they're not getting to know the real version no, of you. No, yeah, 100%. And like, if you don't want to do something and you're everyone else, like first step, like if everyone, all your mates are going somewhere and you, you don't want to do it, like just don't go. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Do the things you want to do for the day and then just see how much more fun you have in like, in that day. I don't know. Nice. Just don't deep it. Just don't deep I it. Like Literally it. do not deep it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where can people go if they want to find you online or follow you if they're not already? Yeah. So I would say, um, head to my Instagram. I'm, I'm a lot more active on there. I'm active on TikTok as well, but Jacob Ward, two D's. <laughs> For cycling content, the Lycra guy, go check it out. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll run Instagram. Uh, that's Joel underscore Kirby. Nice. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Lovely. Well, thank, thank you so you. much for having yeah, us. Thank a lot you very of fun. much. Yeah. First podcast, big success. Yeah. Great guest. Thank you so much. Appreciate no it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation with Jacob and Joel. If you did, please don't forget to follow the podcast on Spotify and leave a rating and please share it on social media so that more people can find it. Anyway, I'll see you next week for another exciting episode. Bye for now. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.